You have tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the realest radio, the realest show on radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. It is a brisk, rainy Thursday morning out here in Flora, Mississippi, broadcasting live at 103.9 FM WYAB, the number one non-taxpayer-funded radio station, talk radio station in central Mississippi, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com and and on the TuneIn app, as well as Alexa. So we easy to find. We are easy to find. It is day 12 of the Jackson trash crisis, and we're going to start the show off talking about Jackson trash, but the people, not the garbage. But first, if you want to chime in, 601-879-0002 is the phone line here at the com studios. The Guns and Gear text line been quite popular the last 12 days, <clears throat> 24 hours a day. You guys have been ringing me up, and I love it. I might not reply when I'm not at work, when I'm not at the radio station, but I promise I'll read it all. And I love a good meme. Uh, that phone number is 769-241-1944, 769-241-1944. And if you're old school and you want to send an email, clay at wyab.com, clay at wyab.com. If you follow me on any social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I do check all of those throughout the show as well. And I try to get to that stuff during the show. I'm here for two hours today. Anson Walker with the Walker Lifestyle will be here to discuss whatever uh, we got going on in the world today. He's got some good motivational talk for us, help get us through some of these tougher times. He actually sends me like a little uh, snippet, an idea of what we may be talking about. And today's topic is going to be preparing to win. I like it because all I do is win, win, win no matter what. (laughs) All right, let's jump into it, man. So... I want to make sure I get this quote correct here. So I'm going to pull my phone up here. Bear with me one second. Something I'm really fed up with seeing is business owners in and around Jackson, property owners in and around Jackson, uh, general contractors in and around Jackson who who have to rent rollback dumpsters and dumpsters <clears throat> to do business. Now, these people's trash is not picked up by Richard's disposal. These people privately contract as a former business owner. Some of you chumps might not know this. Private business owners have to contract with a waste management type company. You know, I'm just using waste management as a catch-all here. They bring a dumpster out or they bring a rollback out. Rollback's one of the big ones y'all been seeing in the parking lots that y'all are overflowing. That apparently you don't know what full means. Um, every time one of those get filled up, illegally, legally, or otherwise, a rollback costs about $600 to dump because they had to bring another one out. They pick up the dirty one. They put a cover over it. They take it off. They go dump it. It's a process, bro. The uh, what we would know as a traditional dumpster, uh, similar but not different, completely from City Hall. It looks like a dumpster fire. Makes a great dumpster fire. A traditional dumpster, 
costs around $300 for an extra dump. Not to mention these things cost about $200 a week just to have sitting there to rent them. Then they charge you for the dump. It ain't cheap. Garbage ain't cheap. Y'all are learning that in real time here. Uh, there's a shopping center, Colonial Mart. Y'all all know where it is. Right there on, uh, what's that, Ridgewood Road? Is that Ridgewood? Old Canton Road. I'm sorry, on Old Canton Road. There's a buddy's got a tattoo shop there. There's several restaurants there. There's a police precinct there. All sorts of things. Well, local councilman Ashby Foote, who I'm actually supporting Ashby for standing up to the mayor and standing up for the people over there in his ward, which I hate calling these things wards. That sounds like something from the Hunger Games. Um, districts. I guess that's really the Hunger Games. Anyway, it all sounds bad. I don't like it. But um, he decided he was going to pay for two rollbacks. And my source told me this. They said, hey, look. So Ashby apparently paid for three dumpsters out of his own pocket. It got too expensive, so he pulled them yesterday after telling 100,000 people to dump at Colonial Mart Shopping Center. And, of course, there's no dumpsters there. It's just piled up with trash in the Colonial Mart parking lot. One of the nicer shopping centers in Jackson. One of the oldest and nicest. So, that sucks. And it just got me to thinking. <clears throat> I, if you follow me on TikTok and Instagram or uh, Facebook and you watch any of my little short form 30, 40 second videos that I like to make. I posted one yesterday afternoon ranting and raving about this very topic here. So, I figured I'd open the show with it this morning. You know, these business owners in Jackson, they survived COVID. They've survived uh, the other pandemic known as hashtag Chalkways Jackson. They've survived Jackson crime. They survived multiple water crises. Multiple. Every, frankly, every day is a water crisis in Jackson. You just never know. You always got to be prepared. And now they're having to survive a trash crisis. No making of their own. Their their trash is not even dependent upon, or their trash being picked up is not even dependent upon this Richard's disposal contract. In theory, it should not be affecting private businesses on any level. But that ain't how things work in a Democrat-led hellhole like Jackson, Mississippi. But the citizens, the trash of Jackson, are taking their trash and filling up these dumpsters and rollbacks. And now small businesses, and I saw somebody, Gino Lee, that has Big Apple, and I'm sure Gino would prefer me not use his name, but you know what? He was on the news, so it's fair game. You got Big Apple in. Restaurants operate on shoestring budgets. I mean, you're talking about nickels and dimes is the difference in profit or losing money. <clears throat> Every little pig ear sandwich or smoke they sell. It's the difference in making money and losing money. It, it, you know, when you pay a dollar a piece for, for some kind of little slider, it ain't a whole lot of markup in that, I promise you. So now he's got to pay 600, 300 to 600, depending on the dumpster size. Multiple times a week because y'all keep filling up his dumpster like he owes y'all something. Y'all owe him for not packing up and leaving Ferris Street. And I imagine more so the Ferris Street. I imagine it's the location out there at Triangle Mart at Northside. 
Yeah, he don't owe y'all. He's one of the few businesses that stayed. So I'm here this morning to extend an olive branch to Gino Lee and to anybody else out there who fought through hell to keep their business open through Hurricane Chakwe, through COVID, through all this nonsense. I was going to say it. Come on to Rankin County. Come on to Rankin County. City of Pearl got a bunch of nice little spots. I'm sure Mayor Jake Wyndham will find something for you. Come on to Brandon. Man, I tell you, I love it living down there in downtown Brandon. There ain't a whole lot of space, but we'll find something for you. I'm sure Mayor Butch Lee would love to have you. Man, put a put a big apple right there in front of Jenna Benna by Burgers and Blues, that little strip right there down by Ramey's. Oh, come on down, young son. Get a beer permit, and Clay will be in there all the time. Sure, Madison would love to have you. Ridgeland would love to have you. Jackson don't deserve you. Jackson don't deserve you. We wouldn't fill your dumpster up in Rankin County. That'd be $600 you get to keep in your pocket, dog. You don't owe these people nothing. You're giving them 40-some-odd years, 50 years of your family's life. Serving smokes for the low-low. They don't deserve nothing. Uh, on the Guns of Gear text line, I've gotten this a million times over the week. This ain't no knock at who sent it. <clears throat> it says, why don't everybody just go dump their trash in Lumumba's driveway? It's a gated community. At the end of the day, it's a gated community. And I, I just I say that in all seriousness. You know, just like you don't want to punish the business owners, you don't want to punish his neighbors. You don't want to. Let's play a little video here real quick. This is from WLBT last night. Y'all may be thinking, Clay, nobody else thinks like that. Them business owners ain't really mad. Contraire, moo frere. Here's from WLBT. Temporary solution dumping sites uh, may have noticed that some of the dumpsters have been removed, but residents are still placing their trash there. And that's causing a nasty problem for some business. See, he calls them residents. I call them trash. Owners. Greener Science Chris Fields speaks with those business owners about their frustrations. Sitting behind me are mounds of trash here at the old Charles Tisdale Library location. And all these trash bags were brought here by residents who have nowhere to take it. But what you don't see is a dumpster. And that's becoming a major problem for businesses in this area. Some business owners in North Jackson say they are frustrated with trash piling up outside of their business after people have started to dump in private bins and behind shopping plazas around the city. Residents are coming to temporary sites placing their garbage at some of the locations, but for whatever reason, the dumpsters have since been removed. Everything from furniture to food to boxes are being tossed in this area. To my building, I can smell the stench. Uh, you got kids around here, it's, it's three or four schools in this area, and the fact that they have to walk outside and even look at this stuff uh, really bothers me. Uh, see, the leaders just need to get, get together and stop the quarreling about minute little stuff, and let's, let's get this done. As a, an adult and a business person, I'd like to see some egos put aside and just resolve it for, for the sake of all the people who live here and want to live here. In Jackson, Chris Fields, three on your side. All right, let's go to let's take a call real quick here, real quick, real quick. Keep saying real quick. Nope, yep, caller hung up. 
Call or call back. We're going to take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show, live in the clayedwardshow.com studios. Be sure to check out my website there, clayedwardshow.com. I'm adding some new merch this week, some new shirts to be able to buy, which I've got some cool Save Jackson shirts, multiple colors, Clay Edwards Show shirts, stickers, and more. And, of course, you can click the social links option and go watch and go find me on all my social media channels. You can find the podcast wherever you download podcasts. Uh, the mo- five most recent episodes are always on the home page, and then uh, you can click the Save Jackson videos and watch all my old Save Jackson uh, videos that we used to make, all the urban exploration stuff. That's all there, too. Uh, Derek, stay on hold. Come right back to you after this break. This is The Clay Edwards Show, live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by, hey, you heard it right there, um, Stonington Farm Beef. They're going to be in town tomorrow. Today is the last chance to get your order in for this run up here. It seems like they're coming. <clears throat> they're coming about every two to three weeks now. Jackson's becoming an exploding market for them. If you live near Florence, Brandon, or Ridgeland, they're, made, they're doing a, dro- <clears throat> a drop-off location near you tomorrow. It's usually around 2 o'clock or so. Well, from where I'm at, around 2 o'clock. Get with Miss Katie on the exact times for the logistics and whatnot. But hey, look, man, have you been wanting to try 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, hormone, steroid, antibiotic-free, locally-sourced beef? Well, this is your opportunity. It's not expensive. You can get expensive, <laughs> but generally speaking, it's not expensive. Hey, you know how it goes. The more you buy, the more you spend. And uh, it's easy to, to ring that register on up there if you start picking nothing but meat off the rack, I promise. Anyway, try the ground beef. You will not be disappointed. Your kids will love it. It's great in all those kids' meals that you like to mix up for your, for your children. It'll be great, healthy meat for them. Um, it's getting into burger season, barbecue season. Uh, you, know, you know you're going to be wanting to make some good hamburgers. Be the cat's meow by having the best burger in town using some of that Stonington Farm beef. And if you really want to ratchet things up a notch, try one of the ribeyes, the porterhouse, the fillets. You will thank me later. Word of advice, it uh, grass-fed, grass-finished, cooks a little faster. So if you're used to the whole three-minute three minute sear, sear, serve mentality or technique, you may want to go two minutes, two minutes. Or you're going to go from rare to medium rare to medium real quick. So just a little friendly advice from Clay Edwards. And I'm going to tell you, man, that ground beef, it is great to keep and uh, make some taco meat. Get you some little keto-style keto street tacos. And, uh, man, I'll eat like two or three of those a day. Just a little quick lunch, all carb-free, you know. And it's so easy to eat good. People say, Clay, you can't, it's expensive to eat healthy. Clay, it's it's hard. It's it, it's it's hard to eat healthy. It ain't. It, you just gotta know what you're doing. It ain't expensive. It ain't hard. You just gotta know what you're doing, and uh, I can help you with that. Uh, Anson B. Walker sitting across from me can help you with that. But there's tons of little tricks, man. The internet is there. We live in a day and age of Google, or DuckDuckGo, or all these search. We got. I've been playing on that Chat GPT four uh, artificial intelligence stuff. T- told it to build me a diet plan. Told it about myself, and boom. My point being, there's no excuse. It ain't hard. It ain't difficult. You just got to want to do it or not want to do it. 
And uh, anyway, great place to start. It's some locally sourced beef from right there in Perkinston, Mississippi, Stonington Farm Beef. And uh, you can get you some tomorrow right up here in central Mississippi. But go to their website today, stoningtonfarm.com. That's Stonington with two N's. Find the phone number on there. Call Miss Katie. They will custom build you an order. You can get everything from one steak delivered to a half a cow to a cow. So uh, holler at them. All right. Uh, Derek is patiently waited on hold. Derek, thank you for staying on hold, brother. Great to hear from you. Hey, how you doing? Clay, I got I got a question for you. I noticed the Alphabet News agency that came to the mayor's aid um, isn't questioning this garbage crisis. You notice that? Which one? Oh, all of them. ABC, CBS, um, GMA, um, um, what was it, USA Today, Washington Post. All of them did the articles about... The environmental racism? Well, they, what about environmental reverse racism? Well, they may now because I've got the video, and I'm going to play it in the top of the second hour. The mayor finally snapped yesterday and did, in fact, blame this on racism. R- really? Yes, really. So I'm going to play that because when, when nothing else is going his way, he can always tell the idiots there's some racism involved. And, oh, oh can't argue it. He said it was racism. I mean, I'm here I guess, to argue it. Uh, well, again, I guess it's not sensationalized enough for the Alphabet News Agency to jump on board because they will see this guy was blowing smoke up their butts during the water crisis. And when that came to light, you notice they slowly backed away from the story. You, you know what I mean? Yep. Hey, like you said, Clay, the adults, the adults are going to have to come back in town. Man, the, most, so, of, most of the adults are scared of being shot. Yeah, I, I know, but man, you know. Jackson, you know, I said it a long time ago, and I'm by no means a prophet. I said, Jackson's going to rule today that they didn't elect Jonathan Lee as their mayor. I couldn't agree a more. Bu- a businessman. You know, no, you just had to have a jack leg preacher in the form of Tony Yarb. You, you know, and anybody like to defend that guy, you got to be a fool or on his payroll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or any of these guys. So, again... I just wanted to bring out the fact that I noticed the Alphabet News Agency isn't all over this like they were for the water crisis. Uh, yeah, because there's no boogeyman to blame this one on except the one in the mirror. Derek, i got to take another call, brother. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Another call here on line two. Hey, caller, thanks for staying on hold. You're on there. Hello? Yes. Uh, first of all, as an investigator play, investigators deal with facts, and the facts still remain for everybody who says uh, the state of Mississippi has always had the sole proprietorship of maintaining that uh, water treatment plant. They failed it. Dr. McIntosh failed it. All these blaming Shelfway and Sacramento. The people uh, really like good disposal. And on the waste map, I had got them sitting over there for two and a half years beside my property. Them people came in and cleaned it up. And hey, without help came- sorry, Master D, you got a bad echo. It's making for terrible radio. I don't know what's going on. We'll get back to you. Thank you. Anson. Yes, sir. I mean, luckily, we don't live in Jackson. <laughs> so I, I hear. Not my clowns, not my circus. Yeah. But I'm making it my clowns. I'm making it well, my circus. I heard you this morning. Somebody's got to fight for these folks. Yeah, I, I heard you this morning on the way in, and I listen. And I you know, obviously keep up with your social media, and we text during the week, too. And it, it literally, as a grown adult, it blows my mind that one person can vote for this guy. I, I cannot get over it. I, I mean, snap me out of it. It's a dream. But you people in Jackson, I'm telling you right now, y'all have to step up. 
y'all. Nobody's coming to your rescue. You know, so the last two, my garbage runs twice a week in Brandon. Mm-hmm. But I don't, be in a single-person house, I don't need it twice a week. Right. So I, I roll mine out typically on Mondays. Yeah. Unless I've got something out there food-wise right. that needs to right. get out there tomorrow. Yep. So Mondays Crawfish, and Fridays. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and so something I've been doing just to remind these people, and I've been calling my little video series in today's on today's episode of you get what you vote for, <laughs> right. it's trash day in Brandon, yeah. and I filmed myself rolling my garbage yeah. out to yeah. the street, and uh, just just to rub it in, man, throw a little salt on them. All these people who have been all in my comments the last couple of years, calling me a racist yeah. and all this stuff, and told me that Chalkway could do the job and yada yada yada. I'm just letting them know he well, can't. He is not capable I, yeah, of doing the job. Pipe dream's a pipe dream, and that's fine. And man, if y'all keep voting for him, that's what you're going to get. And I, it's hard to feel sorry for anyone who votes for that guy, uh, who votes for the current leadership in Jackson. It's 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 disgraceful, man. And, and it is what it is. Uh, I don't live there. I don't have to deal with it. I would never live there. Uh, and I feel sorry for the current uh, residents and business owners, but. It's up to y'all to do something. Y'all got to stand up. Y'all got to make a stand, do the uh, right thing. You got to vote for somebody that's going to do something for you. So I don't, I don't know how to put it. Yep. All right. Pivoting just a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Zach on the Guns of Gear text line said, hey, please add more about the AI stuff that I use to build a diet plan. Man, it's <clears> – <throat> I'll have to do a whole other show about it. Yeah. Because I've been – I've decided to not resist AI because it's here whether Clay Edwards likes it or not. It is. You know, just like the internet's here. Yeah. And I said, man, I'm going to dive in and start playing. So I spent a couple hours a day learning how to properly ask AI questions. And it did a whole bio for me. The way the way to trick AI, I, you need to go to your computer and go, like now figure out, go to Google, say chat GTP4. That's the one you want. There's a free version. Uh, it's limited during peak times. Uh, I think you can pay $20 a month for the premium. I may end up doing that. But I'm going to ride out the free version for a while. And you can you speak to it like it's a professional. So you don't say, chat GPT-4, build me a dot plan. You say, uh, chat GPT-4, since you're a professional world-class dietitian, I need help building a dot plan for a 45-year-old male, 260 pounds. I want to trim a little fat, but I also want to build muscle on a high-protein, low-carb diet. And boom. You got to word it very specifically, and man, it will it will start scouring the internet, piecing it all together, and look, and you can tweak it too. It'll offer you variants. You can say, okay, well, remove some of this, add some of this. It'll spit another version out, spit another version out, and these are just good ways. I mean, I still recommend getting with somebody like Anson more so than anything, but these are great alternatives to to add to and tweak or, a, you know, like sometimes I have to write commercials for the for the, the radio show here. I get writer's block. You know, I was Matt, the owner of the stage, said, "Man, run it through Chat, G, D, Chat GTP, yeah. get a blueprint. You know, get 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 a rough draft, then take that and turn it into a commercial. You know, if this stuff, if this technology is going to be here, yeah, take advantage of it. You know, this this is going to we're going to get a couple years removed from this, and it's going to make Google look like Encyclopedia Britannica. I mean, I'm serious. So, it's going to be very very interesting to check out. Look, let's take a break. Let's come back." Do our Walker lifestyle segment. Anson's got, what is it, preparing to win? Yes. Preparing to win. And I got some things I want to add to that also. This is the Clay Edwards Show, our weekly Walker lifestyle segment, right here on 1039 WYAB.
breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. And this segment is our weekly Walker Lifestyle segment. You can download the Walker Lifestyle app at your favorite app store or go online to thewalkerlifestyle.com. And for $14.99 a month, man, you can have world-class fitness trainer with all the exercises to do it at home or at gym, as well as diet plans and more. And, of course, you have access to Anson. Uh, if you want to actually have Anson at your finger, more than at your fingertips, looking you in eye-to-eye, pushing you through a workout, get out there to Gluckstadt Fitness and enlist his services as your personal trainer and uh, join one of the best gyms, if not the best gym in the Southeast, Gluckstadt Fitness. He has, Anson is also the general manager out there. And uh, Anson, real quick, what is the, what is the current sign-up monthly rate Dude, deal? It's, it's $40 a month. There's no sign-up fee. There's no contract. $40, no maintenance fee, no yearly fee. 40 bucks a month. Get your butt up here, join, uh, do something. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Simple. And, Anson, preparing to win. Yeah. It's something we should all do a little bit more of. Yeah, I had a, a guy was a was on, let's see, it was my email last night. I was asking me questions about the book, and I was trying to, anyway, I opened up page 15, and I was going over that. I said, you know what, stuff never goes out of style. So, you know, we were promoting this book a year ago. But six keys to prepare yourself to win. Uh, number one, determine what you stand for. This is the heart of your character. Your personal values are the criteria you use to drive your behavior. We all must determine what we'll live for, stand for, and die for, or someone else will do it for us. As a winner, the values you embrace and model also determine who follows you and why. Number two, be a servant leader. Serving others is the highest level of achievement on God's green earth, in my opinion. I honestly believe the only worthy motivation for leadership or leadership position is a desire to serve others. So-called leaders or managers who do not put people first ultimately disqualify themselves as leaders. Why? Because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, period. Number three, discover your purpose. Be sure you understand the reason why you do something. You can't grow to your potential if you don't know and fully comprehend your purpose. And if you don't know why you're on this earth and you're not able to improve in that purpose to the best of your ability, you'll be very limited in the ways you can help others. Once you understand your purpose, you need to prioritize your life to that purpose. If you don't, you'll continually get off track and you may never feel a sense of fulfillment and completion. The reason I know this is true is because I've experienced unfulfillment, drifting in life. Just going through the motions is an empty feeling. I'll never, ever go back to that. Number four, live with integrity. Live with integrity before attempting to lead others. In the successful in the history of successful teams and businesses, the winning teams are made up of people who, with diverse skills. But when it comes to values, habits, discipline, and attitudes, there has to be unity. When it comes to my clients and the Walker lifestyle, I have to set the example. Discipline has to be the top priority. Undisciplined leaders do sloppy work, waste people's times, and usually treat people poorly. At least that's been my experience. If you constantly do more than you expect from others, others will respect you, and the chances are good they will follow you. That goes for your subordinates at work, co-workers, your family at home, and clients. It works. Trust me. Number five, build relationships. I make a conscious effort years ago to introduce myself to new gym members. This has improved my quality of life. Now, gym members who are not even clients tell me about their families, personal stuff, and ask me questions periodically. I love our gym members. If you want to win in life, become highly relational. And then six, the last one, rededicate yourself to growth and self-discipline. Winners must keep growing in order to keep winning. 
Win, winning doesn't just happen. What are you reading right now that will help you win in life? Winners must keep growing, keep learning in order to keep winning. You can't expect your people, your family to grow and improve if you don't. This is especially important during tough times because tough times bring change. And the only way to adapt to change is to grow. Tough times demand that you do. Clay. Tough times create hard men. Hard men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create tough times. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah, it is. You know, Anson, I was a, I made a Facebook post the other day. I was laying around the house, and <clears throat> a friend of mine had posted a picture of her, one of her, her youngest son's senior portrait. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I, I could just tell how excited she was. And I, and I lay back, and it just got me, it got me thinking. I was like, man, you know, I've reached this point in my life where <clears throat> I love to win. Don't get me wrong. But I get as much joy out of watching the people I care about win and feel joy and be happy absolutely and all that stuff you know sometimes we get a point in our lives where it ain't got to be about me that's right you know and winning can be different for everybody you know where what how are you winning is it by helping somebody else win i i was listening to somebody the other day uh, i think it was andy frisella yeah and he was talking i don't even remember what he was talking about but he's (laughs) there's other people drinking and uh you know getting through hard times like getting through the toughest moment in your life and he said, you know, the best way to get over something or to get over someone or to get over that worst moment of your life is to help somebody else do something. Yeah. Not get under somebody else, none of that stuff, not go out and drink, not any of that stuff. Actually, it's the worst thing you can do is go out and drink. But it says it's to help somebody else win. And, man, that just that resonated with me. Yeah. And it's going to be one of my one of my core of things moving forward is how can I help others win? Cause I think if you lift others up, yeah, they'll bring you with them. They will. Clay, I got a, you know, a, a lot of clients and now a lot of really close friends that aren't family, not even remotely family. And I got, you know, I got one client that just got his law license reinstated and he's back doing what he's supposed to be doing. Um, he's been sober for almost two years now. I got another guy that's made more money than he's ever made. He sells cars at Mercedes Benz in Jackson. And there's something to that. I got another buddy his wife just beat cancer. Man, she's been battling it for four years. Um, I got my kids, man, ages 12 to 17, coming to my house, bringing their parents Friday night, and me and Tiff are going to serve them dinner, steaks and burgers. And it's just, it's about building relationships. It's about helping people win. And if you help people get to where they want to go, you're going to get to where you want to go, and you're doing the right thing. And that's where I'm at in my, my, my journey, Clay, right now. And uh I got some things on the on the back burner that we're working on the side for for three and five and, and ten years even from now that Tiff and I are working on and um, man it's not about me and and dude I can tell you this and you know Clay you read my book man when I finally figured out that it's not about me but it's all about all the people in my life that actually love me that's what life's about man and it's about serving others and if you do that you will have more self fulfillment than you can possibly imagine so now I say all that and Anson says all that but. You have to be selfish too, and you have to be selfish with your time to get to that point. You do where you can start giving back. I mean, you got to get even. You got to carve out a couple hours a day for you. If yeah. it's in the mornings, in the afternoons, at night, after everybody's in bed, whatever it is, and uh, if if it's working out, reading books, whatever it is, you know, pursuing your business ventures. Yeah, you know, building a business plan to for your dream. Absolutely. Whatever it is, I mean, you got to find some time to be selfish. Otherwise, you may start feeling spiteful of other people's success 
You're right. Stuff and, of that nature. I mean, you got to get yourself where you know you're doing you, taking care of you too. Yeah. I did a Clay, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, I did a post and it was talking about parents. And it was like, you have to be not afraid to tell your kids no because it's harder to say no than it is to say yes because everybody wants to say yes. Nobody wants to be the mean parent. And uh, it's true. To say no, that, that self-discipline, that discipline to your kids, that's a higher form of love than saying yes. And it takes more uh, it takes more guts. It takes more intestinal fortitude. I'm talking to you fathers out there. You need to say no more often. And then I take that. I don't have kids, but I have to say no to other things in my life. And some of those include some family members that may not be going where I'm going. And that's fine, man. I don't, I don't hate them, dude. I love them. I do. But... I can't do that because I'm trying to get here. And if I say yes to this, that's not going to get me here. Not going to do it. And I'm not being mean. It's not personal. It's just I've got a plan in place. Uh, my wife, we every weekend, we talk about our past week and then where we're going this week. That's what we do Friday night, Saturday. And this, this week it'll be Saturday because we got company coming over Friday night. But um, I look forward to those game plans with my wife. And I would encourage you if it's not your spouse, to have somebody that holds you accountable where you're going in life. Man, it works. Trust me. Oh, it does. You know, I know y'all will be out there at Two Rivers at some point this weekend. <laughs> no, not this weekend. But, uh, we're ha- you know, like I said, we're having the boys over Friday night and their mm-hmm. parents, and I can't wait for that. And then Saturday, God willing and the sun permitting, we're going to hit that Pearl River and uh, uh, just ride and it probably won't even speak to anybody, you know what I'm saying, because there won't be that many people on the river. But just hop sandbar to sandbar, have a picnic lunch, and – uh, get in touch with Mother Nature, man. Yeah, I was looking at the weather for the weekend myself, trying to come up with a plan. Yeah. And it's like a 50% chance of rain. Yeah, yeah. Maybe God will put that 50% on somebody else. <laughs> put that put that, put that, that 50% well, that's, of rain on Jackson and wash that trash away. Well, and that's an incredible first world problem to have is you're worried about the rain. It's going to be 84 degrees, and we're going to be wet anyway, so we're probably going to tough it out. And uh, I and, think it'll be all right know, out there on that jet ski. I do, too. You still got a jet ski? Yes, yes. Big, big way runner. We call it the Hulk. That's what Tiffany calls it. And uh, it's... Dude, it's a three-man deal, but it's got it's got the sound system, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Bose waterproof speakers. It's got your uh, Bluetooth where you plug your phones in and all that, and you know, a lot of dry storage. And uh, Clay, we just we have a good time, man. It's we just like to get out there. I like it. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break, and we'll come back. We'll have a little bit more runway. Okay. To land the plane, maybe we can get some people some advice for the weekend or something like that. Absolutely. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB with Anson B. Walker. It's our weekly Walker Lifestyle segment. But, hey, don't forget, I'm here till 9 o'clock. So stay tuned this morning. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. As we land the plane on hour one here, our weekly Walker lifestyle segment with Anson B. Walker, general manager out there at Gluckstadt Fitness. Anson, have you been keeping up with the uh, the Bud Light drama? A little bit, just just kind of with you, and uh, I like the way you explained it that first week. I, yeah. I get it. Uh, you know, I, I saw the, is it the guy who's dressing as a little teenage girl? Yeah, pedophile guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that... I just I can't understand why a company like Bud Light would have the spokes model like that. I can't comprehend that. Uh, right now, they've taken about a six billion dollar market cap hit. Really? Yeah. Since this all started, again, I say support your local reps. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. But you know, it, it it's tough, and well, you know, that, I, and that's what happens when you get woke. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they they there's all kind of videos that have come out. I'll probably hit it in the second hour of this girl. 
But I, I brought I brought that up, not so much to get into that, but <clears throat> nice alternative for people who do want to have a drink, but they but say, hey, they're boycotting yeah. Mick Ultra. What, what would you recommend if people want to drink liquor and they don't and they, and they don't want to get too knocked off their diet? What would Anson drink? Uh, probably some Tito's, you know, Tito's, uh huh, or a little rum. Got it. You let's, know, let's take a call to close out yep. the show. Hey, brother, you're on there. I could solve this trash problem in one minute. I don't know why they don't do it. <laughs> if you want to use Richard, you use Richard. If you don't use waste management, you use waste management. Why do you have to have one carrier for the whole city? Oh, God, it's just the way they contracted it out. I mean, I know what you're saying, but, you know. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean you can use different internet providers. Why not different trash providers? Keep the city out of it. Quit charging tax. That, that would be a little too much common sense, though. You know that. No. Well, yeah. I mean, and I boy, if I'm wrong, most cities in Rankin County, I mean, Rankin County's probably the same way, aren't they? There's just one, one, yeah, one carrier. One carrier. I got four I can choose from. <laughs> Interesting. All right, brother. So, I'll land the plane when I yep, answer, man. Appreciate point. you. Have a go. All right. Yeah, look, I, I, I get it. But I, I can see the logistics being a nightmare of two, two, yes. two or three garbage trucks running one street yep. because this house ain't That's that, right. house ain't that. I understand. Uh, it, maybe break it up. Maybe you have four territories and do different quad, yeah. quadrants of yeah. the city. You can do that. You know, th- that way if Again, one fell down. too much common sense. So. Yeah, if, if one fell down, another could pick up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anson, what you got planned for the week, brother? Dude, so uh, – all I can tell you this, man. If you're if you're overweight, it's your fault. Uh, if you're unhappy about life, that's that's your fault. Okay. If your health is not good, that's your fault. And you can look back no further than 2020 with the COVID pandemic, scandemic, however you want to wire it. Pandemic. And, and the government cares zero about you unless you are sick. Okay. Um, people like me are a threat to the the old system, the money system, the prescription drug system. Y'all, I don't need prescription drugs for a reason because I choose to live that way. And I, if there's anything you, you learn in this life, it's you're, you're accountable to yourself. Okay, You're accountable to God Almighty and yourself. And uh, the government's not bailing you out. Nobody else is either. Superman is not coming Okay, because Superman is you. And that's good news and bad news. Some of you, you, you choose to live hell, uh, sick, and that's okay. Okay, I choose to be healthy. I choose to depend on Anson Walker. Um, my wife knows that. I'm going to give her 100% every way I can mentally and physically. And uh, the Walker lifestyle, that's kind of what it's about. The Walker lifestyle is a series of habits. That's all it is. And it's about discipline. It's about taking care of your mind, your body, your spirit. And do everything I do, I try to honor God. That's what I do. And I don't apologize for that. And I never will. And uh, I sleep pretty daggum good at night because of that. Uh, we changed a lot of lives in Madison, Mississippi over the last six years, a lot. And that, that number now, it used to be in the hundreds, it's in the thousands now. And uh, I'm excited where we're going. I'm excited where the Walker lifestyle is going. And our headquarters is Galuxat Fitness at Galuxat, Mississippi. I'd love for you to come reach out to me. I'm Anson B. Walker. Hit, send me a message on Facebook. I'll help you change your life. All right, coming up, hour number two, Chakway finally made it about racism. <laughs> Unfiltered. No sugar added talk radio. This is the Free Range Human Show of Choice. This is your daily dose of reality radio. This is the most incendiary show on radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. It's our number two live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios out here on 103.9 WYAB. I want to thank Anson B. Walker for coming in. Our number one there. Uh, our number two. 
Let's get it started. This this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing, located at two convenient locations just for you and your family. They've got a right over there at Ridgecrest Drive in Madison and then right there in Pearl in Fairmont Plaza. What do they offer, you may be asking, at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing? Well, the name kind of says it all, but wait, there's more, as the old ShamWow guy would say. But wait, there's more. Of course, they have adult jiu-jitsu taught under Hoist Gracie Black Belt and my good friend, Mr. Chance Shepard. They offer fitness kickboxing. That's a great non-monotonous workout. Beats the heck out of getting on a treadmill or running outside. Oh, my goodness. You can do accomplish three times the calorie burning in half the time. Uh, They also, this is my favorite, kids jiu-jitsu. Parents, help your child with confidence, focus, and teach them some bully prevention. And uh, I'm telling you, the, the confidence that knowing that you can possibly whoop everybody in the room when you walk in it, that child will have confidence and it will take them through life in a much better place. Trust, if you don't do anything else, get your young child into jiu-jitsu today. Also, women, while your child is there getting their uh, their jiu-jitsu, why don't you sign up for their women's only self-defense class taught by a woman in a no-male intimidation environment. They offer 6,000-square-foot facility with 2,400 square feet of training mats, showers, private changing areas, locker rentals, gi, and laundry service. And they have the two locations in Madison and Pearl. And uh, if you wonder what a gi is, that is the uh, uniform. That's the outfit they wear to... Uh, to practice in the karate gi so check them out you can also find them online at gracysouth.com all right oh very important part first week is free and after that let them know you heard it on the clay edwards show and you're going to get 20 percent off moving forward so you can't beat that so i've been teasing something we've been <laughs> me and sean yurt karan have been kind of joking about it the last couple of times he's been on the show is like, at what point, when do they find a way to blame the Jackson trash stuff on, you know it, racism? And well, after the debacle in the city council meeting yesterday, Chalkway, free the land Lumumba, wasted no time. Now this thing's about 18 minutes long. We ain't listening to that long ago. We're just going to get to the part where he blames it on the white Northeast Jackson folks, even though that's exactly where... He lives. This is Chalkway, Antar, Free the Land, Chalk Lines, Lumumba. Fair um, and accurate to say that this is a disappointing day. Uh, That's an I think it's both fair and accurate to say that the people of Jackson have been failed today. A little louder, please. Um, and... and <laughs> I want to make it clear that when given the opportunity to negotiate on an agreement that picks up our residents' trash, what council members decided to do instead was to talk about their personal feelings. Not the feelings of residents, not the feelings... Let's play a game real quick. Every time he ends a sentence with the word right, you got to do a shot of people who may, be ha- may have somebody who has medical conditions that they have waste, human waste that they have to deal with each and every day. 
not the condition of residents who are steadily becoming sicker each and every day, not the issue of the rodents that may be coming to your home and may be invading, invading your business. Invading. Are, we, are we still talking about rodents, rats, or uh, Jackson Trash citizens that love to come to people's businesses and homes and invade? I'm a little confused. Are we speaking in slang here, or are we referring to actual rats? In your property, they chose to talk about personal feelings. I want to be clear that I didn't even participate in that discussion. I was present if there was a question asked of me, but we let that negotiation take place. And, and to be honest, this is what it's always been. This has been personal. It hasn't been what's best for the residents of Jackson. It hasn't been, well, what is the lowest and what provides us the best? It's been about, you know, I don't like you. I don't know you. I know them. And to be, to be quite honest, it's been about race. There it is. There it is. He got it. Sean, he finally did it. Kim Wade, he finally made it about race. Let me say that. And I'm not the one who's introducing race. Race has been all... Yes, you are. You are exactly the one introducing race. All in this. See, when you have so-called North Jackson leaders who say things like, you know, Northeast Jackson, let's stand strong. If it was about service, if it was about how they serve the residents, then what you would say is, Jackson, let's stand strong until we have a garbage company that takes care of us all. But what it is is a dog whistle. It is a call to those who say, listen. A dog whistle. Uh, They used to call, tell me, Save Jackson. My Save Jackson page was a dog whistle. I had never heard that phrase before. That's some white liberal phrase. And, um... Oh, anyway, I'm going to quit interrupting. Northeast Jackson, you know who we are, right? Let's not let this black company have this contract. Northeast Jackson is still overwhelmingly majority black, by the way. <laughs> like everyday hardworking black folks that ain't part of this urban hip hop culture crap that he is. They ain't about this. They just want their dang garbage picked up. In spite of the fact that they want it. In spite of the fact that they're the lowest, Right. And let me be clear in this. I'm not against Northeast Jackson. I'm not against any part of Jackson. I will never make a decision that works. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those thugs. Works to the detriment of one corner of the city. However, I will never work so hard for one corner of the city that it works to the detriment of the rest of the city. Well, I mean, South South Jackson and West Jackson have been working to the detriment of the city my entire life. And now you're supposed to, now you're trying to not work to their detriment? They need to step up and do something. That is my responsibility. I have to call things as they are. If I were against Northeast Jackson, let's be clear, I live in Northeast Jackson. Allegedly. Do I not care about my home and my family and my property value and all of those things? I care about Jackson. And so instead of taking the opportunity to talk about what we feel, what I personally feel, and when I was offended when you said this, the conversation should be about what's happening with Ms. Jones. 
What's happening with Mr. Davis as they are looking at these issues of a public health hazard in our streets? So once again, I think it's fair to say that the residents of Jackson have been failed. All right, we're going to stop it there. Uh, Yeah, it is safe to say the residents of Jackson have been failed, but it didn't just start here. It did not just start here. Roger chimes in on the Guns and Gear text line. And it says it's funny when he says he lives in Northeast Jackson. Nah, fool, you are a Madison County resident. Uh, As well as uh, Angelique Lee, the city council member, when she was running for city council. Now, she may live here now, but at one point, she was a Madison County resident as well, allegedly. You know, so... uh, it rules for thee, but not for me. Or rules for, yeah, I said it right. Rules for thee, but not for me. Or rules for me, but not for thee. However they mean it. Do as I say, not as I do. Y'all want to chime in. Phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Chalkway finally made it about race i mean i just knew that it was coming it had to be a way it ain't going his way he needs to get he needs to get the slow folks back on his team get everybody back together gotta find a rallying cry gotta find a way to make it about race (laughs) well aaron banks ain't on his side he represents ward six that's south jackson I think my parents are the only two white people left over there in South Jackson. So that ain't about race. You know, Ashley Foot, Ashby Foot, however you say his name, represents that Northeast Jackson area, I reckon. Still majority black. That ain't about race. None of this is about race. And if it is, it's about this particular individual's inability to get anything done. But if we make that about race, then you say, oh, I'm a racist. Why, you don't think the black guy can do the job? No, no, I think any black guy can do the job. This particular one can't. This particular black Democrat can't do the job. I don't think that's even up for debate. Not up for debate. I openly invite anybody that ever wants to come on the show and debate me about this or have a conversation. I don't even like calling it debate. If you can explain to me Anything positive this dude has brought to the table in his nearly six years in office, I'm all ears. I would love to hear it. I, I would love to hear it. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's take a call here. Good morning, caller. You're on there. Hey, Clay. Uh, the mayor's attempt to, to drag race into this situation, it's not about race. It's about it's about leadership. I mean, uh Memphis is run by white Democrats, and they're in they're in very similar situation to Jackson. Look, like garbage is getting picked up, but their crime and all the same. It, it doesn't matter if it's white or black. It's it's the Democrat philosophy and the chaos that that it brings with it. Yeah, agreed, one hundred percent, brother. All right, you have a, you have a good day. Hey, you too, brother. Thank you. Yeah, the 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 way Democrats govern. It this this free the land, civil rights, uh, woe is me, lift the poor man up, fed, national, leftist politics stuff does not work locally. 
all local municipalities, especially in urban areas, need to be Republican. Just because of the strong on crime, tighten up the checkbook mentality of conservative politics. I don't have to agree with all of all of what conservatives do, but one thing conservative local municipalities do well is fight crime. You can say whatever you want about all the other stuff, but one thing they do is keep bad Democrats in check. And that's clearly what needs to happen over here. I'm just going to throw this out in the ether. Just throw this out in the ether. I think Brian Bailey needs to be sheriff of Hines County and police chief and mayor. Rankin County Sheriff Brian Bailey needs to be the new czar of Jackson. But I mean, he got him acting right over there. I, I It wouldn't take 90 days. And boy, we'd have Jackson back. I've been to saved Jackson. I just told y'all the magic way to do it. The elixir. We got, somehow got to get Brian. I mean, if Angelique Lee and whoever else can illegally run for city council, not living here, I don't see why it would matter if, if uh, Brian Bailey lives in Rankin County or not. Rules don't apply when they don't want them to. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Let's take a break. Come back. Raise a little more hell. Praise a little more Dale. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios on 103.9 FM WYAB. Real quick before we go to the phone, caller stay on hold. Uh, quick story. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Where quality matters. If you need your home, car, or business windows tinted, Lakeland Glass and Tent. They use Expel window tint. They have different grades of it available uh, from, from regular to ceramic. You can't go wrong. Expel, it is the industry-leading window tint and automobile wraps. Speaking of automobile wraps, as I just said, they do that with Expel's wrap. Uh, they can t- turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard, and you can start writing your vehicle off as a tax write-off. How cool is that? Multiple ways as a sign and as a vehicle with mileage deductions and gas and all that stuff. For you people out there in sales, 1099 folks, make it happen. Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you need a windshield like my car does, Lakeland Glass and Tent. If you need a, a door window or a back window that's been busted out, like my dad's Yukon, <laughs> Lakeland Glass and Tent. They can do it all right there, man. Check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com, or give them a call today, 601 601- Nine four six, one thousand. You know, before I take this call, I want to say something here about loyalty and sticking with folks and all that. Uh, another buddy of mine who listens every day, uh, shout out to him. He hit me up last night. <clears throat> he said, "Hey man, I've been hearing some other window tent people advertise." And my buddy runs a nice high end window tent shop here in town, and he said, "Man, we'd love to uh, advertise with you if uh, if Lakeland doesn't have an exclusive." And I said, "Well, those other people they just kind of run commercials. I don't have anything to do with that." But as far as being a partner on the show, man, I'm a ride or die with Lakeland Glass. Jason's been with me since day one. He has fought through the cancel culture, attempts of canceling me, attempts of canceling him because he rides with me. And uh, until Jason Anderson says he don't want to ride no more, there will only be one window tent shop spoken of 
on the Clay Edwards show, and that is Lakeland Glass and Temp. But I buy, and I, that is no knock in anybody else. There's other shops that do great work, and I love that those folks listen. I love they're my friends. But uh, we uh, <clears throat> we we dance with who we came to the dance with, and uh, but we always appreciate everybody. You know, I hope I hope that didn't come across rude or anything. But uh, I just Lakeland Glass and Tent has a special place in my heart, and uh, like I said, they've been with me since day one of the Clay Edwards show, and uh, that's important. That really is. All right, let's take a call. Hey, caller, thanks for uh, listening to my diatribe. There, you're on there. Hey, what's up, Clay? Uh, I, I'm listening here on the radio. Why not on the phone? <laughs> I like uh, it. Okay, uh, this is Eric. Uh, you know, I've I've got a plan to save Jack. I want to hear it. it. Yeah, I've told it to you before, but I'll go ahead and reiterate it. You can drop the the National Guard in Jackson, and they're going to fight them. You ain't going to change through violence. You ain't going to change through force. What you can change it is through money. And here, here this is just an example of what my father went through in, in Inglewood, California, after the Northridge quake. Uh, the Northridge quake, you said? Yeah. Okay. And, but this is this is Inglewood, California, way, hundreds of miles away. And maybe they had some government money because of it. I'm not sure the the details. But this is what Inglewood, California, did, and it's it's brilliant. Is they they went home to home and told everybody. Or well, they sold my dad a home. They said, "Here's a house in uh, a California neighborhood for seventy nine thousand dollars, which is unheard of. Two bedroom shack in Dodge City is three hundred grand." You know, that, that's back in the day. And they said, here's the idea. We're going to sell you this house for this cheap, and we're going to give you every single home loan to fix it up the, the best you can. They did. They, localed, they, they hired local uh, tradesmen, uh, roofers, contractors, uh, sheetrock guys, painters, all from the lo- area, raising the, the uh, lowering the unemployment level in that area. And then... This is the whole idea. They said, uh, this is all these, these loans are free, except for if you sell your home, you give the city a third of your profit. My dad did this and walked away with $670,000. That's after giving the city a third. They sold it to him for seventy nine grand. Now, what this did to the neighborhood was the people who were living there now you know, it, when this came about in slums, and so they they rejoiced and they fought for their neighborhood. They fought for what their stuff. They fought for their investment of something that was very, very, very nice now. And so it changed not only the people's uh, economic status; it gave them pride, ownership, hope, this is, ownership, yeah, ownership. This is yours now. You, you, even if you sell it, you get the majority of the profit. But, man, look at the, the giant profit. Not only uh, the tax base went up, the people made money. Every, there's not one loser in this whole thing. The contractors all made money. You know, People went into the business for themselves because they had so much work. And, and, and it, you should see it now. It looks like a, a, a mini Beverly Hill. This is, this is like three blocks from Crenshaw, you know, where all the rap videos were, were – talking about that mm-hmm. this is how bad of a neighborhood this was but now these people who were once out there robbing and stealing now they got they got pride in their stuff they're uh-uh, you ain't coming in here and doing this to my neighborhood man and that's it, awesome. and it's, it, it's it's incredible man and you're not going to do it through force you're, ju- you're just not going to do it the, the mindset is already right, are you want to fight we'll fight you 
That, that's they're set up. They think that they're uh, the society is doing this because of their color. So they're ready to die on that hill. And so you know you can't. You have to change it somewhere. You have to flip the script and make them want to covet their 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 land and their homes and and, and pride or ownership. That's what you got to do. I'm sorry for taking up your time. No, you're great, man. Anytime, hey, look, this is this is much your show as it is mine, man. Anytime you're coming right coming with good stuff like that, I want to hear it, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time to lay that out. And uh, and, and look, we it's easy for me doing this every day. I kind of get bogged down in the weeds and negativity and whatnot. But when somebody actually comes with what I love to call a hashtag positive solution, I th- this th- is a positive that, solution that will Absolutely. work. I want to hear it, and I, that that right there is a positive solution that will work. Maybe the positive solutions only people in Jackson that claim they don't listen are listening right now and can uh can back into a good idea. Hey, hey put money in their pockets, not in the politicians' pockets now, in the people's pockets. Yeah, hey, brother, great call. I hope you're listening more. I hope you're calling more. I listen every day, brother. Thank you, homie. All right, bye. All right. Uh, that right there, I just wrote it down while he was talking. That's my call of the day. That will be loaded up as its own little individual uh, clip on the podcast. And anybody that's listening to this later or listening right now, give me till about 10 o'clock. Please take that call of the day and share it everywhere you can on social media. I'm going to title it, How to Actually Save Jackson. Call of the day. Thank you so much. Hey, brother, text me your name, 769-241-1944 to the Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944 to the Guns and Gear text line. I want to make sure I give you proper credit for that phone call. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. And uh, I'm going to shift it national for a minute. I want to get back into some culture war stuff. There's some transgender stuff going on out there that I want to talk about. And uh, folks need to keep their heads on a swivel. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by weather permitting our friends at Battlefield Drag Strip. This weekend, Battle on the Field Part 2, hosted by the one and only Shuntez. Man, it is going to be a huge race out there in Collinsville, Mississippi at Battlefield Drag Strip. It's going to be $20 for spectators to get in. Racers, only 40 bucks, 12 and under, you're getting in free. You know, get that 13, 14-year-old kid, make them look a little younger, sneak them on in. I'm kidding, don't do that. Um, the driver's meetings, hey, they got the junior dragsters and the bracket racing uh, going on. Junior dragsters, free entry, first round buybacks. If you drag race, you'll know what all this stuff means. I don't. Uh, daily driver, paying out $3,000 with a 14-car minimum, $150 buy-in. Uh, another daily driver class, PA, whatever that means, um, $150 buy-in, $3,000 to the winner. Small tire, $150 buy-in, $3,000 to the winner. Pretty much on all the different classes, it appears to be a $150 buy-in plus uh, with a 14-car minimum, going to be a $3,000 payout. So that looks like fun. That looks like there's going to be some money won. You know there's going to be a bunch of side hustling going on. That's my favorite thing to do, sit up in the stands and bet, 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 $5. I'll take right lane, you take left lane, bet, bet. Anyway, takes me back to my Hattiesburg days. Uh, good stuff out there. Hey, look, man, Battlefield Drag Strip is only 90 minutes east of Jackson. Jump on 20 like you're going to Meridian. 
uh, as Afro Man would say, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't think there's any clean version of it I can even imitate on here whenever he talks about Meridian. But anyway, you head east towards Meridian. You're going to get off there at the chunky exit, go down to Collinsville. It's about an hour and a half ride from, uh, from Jackson, Brandon, that area. And boom, man, you're there. One of the coolest drag strips in the South. Battlefield Drag Strip. Of course, you can find them online. Just go to Facebook and search The Battlefield Drag Strip. And the website is battlefielddragstrip.com. Uh, great folks, man. We appreciate Garrett and the team partnering up with the Clay Edwards Show to help get some folks out there from Central Mississippi. So we'll keep you posted on that. Again, weather permitting, big race this weekend. Hey, today, real quick for it, let me do one more ad read. Um, today, real quick, man, weather's kind of nasty. You don't feel like getting out for lunch. Hit up uh, my friends over at Take a Break Deliveries and let them bring you lunch. Or maybe, hey, why don't you do something for your significant other today? How about you send your girlfriend, wife, husband, boyfriend lunch at their job from Take a Break Deliveries? Tons of locally owned restaurants on there. And if you use the promo code CLAY601, all caps, they're going to knock $5 off your delivery fee. So the, what it would normally cost, you're getting it for free, the delivery. I mean, that's, that's, like, that's basically you not having to go do it and getting it for the same price if you did it. But I do say, hey, please tip the drivers. They're good folks. They're out here working hard. But uh, download the app, Take a Break Deliveries, or go to the website, takeabreakdeliveries.com. And don't forget, they are hiring drivers now out in Rankin County. All that information is available on their website at takeabreakdeliveries.com. Okay, so I got sent an article the other day, and I need to pull it up real quick. It's in regards to all this trans stuff, of course. Let me uh, pull up my group text here. I got a little busy. I got on the phone during that uh, during that last segment there, and let's see, wasn't able to pull it up. But thank you to Eric for calling in and let me know who that was. Always good stuff there. Right, I think I got. I think I sent Kim this. There's a um, an article coming out, man, where the the um that crowd, the trans crowd. They seem to think that people are trying to commit genocide on them. And obviously, they're wrong. The only people committing genocide on them is themselves with their high, high suicide rate. I mean, it's really sad. But that's what they're doing. And um, I'm almost to it, guys. Y'all bear with me. Live, live radio comes at you fast sometimes. So, I know I sent it over here to this group text. So, they they think that folks are coming to get them. And, again, nobody's coming to get them, but they're arming up. They're getting suited up and booted up. And um, they're ready for us. They're ready to fight. I mean, they're ready to start killing us, according to this article here. I'm almost to it. I had to go back to the original person that sent it to me here. And I'm going to read it to y'all. Or maybe not. (laughs) Good Lord. All right, well, long story short, since I cannot find this article anywhere, is that the, the trans community is loading up on ammunition and guns 
and all of that stuff. Here it is. Here it is. All right. Sorry for the uh, the delay there. This is from the Daily Caller, and I'll email anybody this that wants it. Paranoia, transgender gun community, features fears of genocide and mental illness. That's a cell phone. All right. So, transgender gun owners, some of whom have armed themselves out of fear of a genocide of transgender people, have flocked to this 5,600-member uh, Reddit trans, or trans gun subreddit forum, sharing photos of themselves with rifles and tactical gear and discussing plans to defend themselves from transphobia, according to a Daily Caller News Foundation review of top posts and comments. Trans gun users widely believe that transgender people are at the heightened risk of violent persecution and must be armed to defend themselves, according to the subreddit's top post. Their beliefs echo the rhetoric of trans activists who frequently suggest transgender people are the victims of widespread violent persecution and are, the, and are assaulted and killed because of their gender identity, even though that never happens. <laughs> They're always the ones out doing the hunting and killing as of, as of here lately. It says, some users, were even ima- some users even imagine scenarios in which their community is the target of organized political violence, such as genocide, and they strategize ways to engage in combat. It's con- if conflict started, then evacuation is ten times more difficult. Ask the victims of the ask the victims of the Rwanda genocide. One user commented in a thread about a potential conflict breaking out in the U.S. over transgender issues. Become a deterrent and get training on medical medical first aid knowledge as well as real firearms training, not just concealed carry classes, but actual tactical training and i look i think everybody should be doing this and i'm glad the trans community is uh getting suited up and booted up it's their second amendment right it's their second amendment right uh then it goes on to say one user was considering bringing a gun to an lgbt pride event citing fears of violence against transgender people i'm very concerned about the safety given that that's been what's going on in the news I'm second guessing going to, going at all, but I'm trying not to let the fascist scare me into staying home. Look, I'm just going to tell you. Um, I don't know that you're going to have to worry about too many people going to a gay pride parade, searching out trans people and beating them up. I, I just that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen any more than some clans alleged clansmen in a white hood walking through Jackson looking for black folks to tie up. It's just a fictitious boogeyman. Let's go on. Said uh, in one of the threads, users discussed whether and how to evacuate in case of conflict or an attempt to eradicate transgenders. With how easy it is for bad actors to access firearms here in Texas, as well as mounting increases in violence against us, I'm finally at a point where I'm considering my options for self-defense, another user wrote in a post about a concealed carry. In 2021, two people were killed in anti-transgender hate crimes, compared to three who were killed based on their racial or ethnic identity, and one who was killed for being gay, according to the FBI. There were 385 total instances of hate crimes against transgender and gender non-conforming individuals in 2021, compared to 7,736 incidents. So what they're saying here is if you commit a crime against a transgender, 
It is a hate crime, and you only did it because they were transgender. I mean, what if you were just robbing a transgender person? I mean, just because you're transgender and something happens to you does not mean it's a hate crime. And I guarantee that's what they're doing here. That's, I mean, that's like the one group right now that you can't slap the taste out of their mouth for anything. For anything. It's going to be a hate crime. If they punched you first, you did something to provoke them. And if you do anything back, it's a hate crime. Like, you do not, Jacksonians, I'm telling you, don't make the mistake of carjacking a transgender person. It's going to be a hate crime on top of the carjacking crime. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the entire community, th- there's some good stuff in here. Let's see here. I, I want to skip down to something here. Um, There's a part in here where they say they just want to be left alone. And I, I find it highly entertaining. Actually, I've got that part clipped out here. I'm just going to read this last thing here. Yes, here it is. This is the part that I I choked on when I read it. It said, under no pretext should arms or ammunition be surrendered, another post read. Well, now they know how we feel. Any attempt to disarm our community must be frustrated. If they come after our guns, we will defend our equality. If fascists don't like that outcome, then they can simply cease their campaign of fascism against us. They can simply end their stupid effing culture war and let us live our quiet lives in peace. That's what we want to do. I want you to end your culture war. Go be trans as you want to be. Just leave the kids alone and leave us the hell alone. That's what we've been saying. We've been about that life. That's all we want. But no. But no. You got to go call us fascists. You got to go call us bigots, homophobes, transphobes, racists, and every other kind of istenphobe that you can possibly call somebody simply because we do not agree with what you're doing. Just because, just because I ain't your ally, it doesn't mean I'm your enemy. Like you said, I just want to be left alone. I just want to go buy beer at the store without seeing a fake transgender person on the can. I just want to be left alone and be able to go take my, eventually my grandchild to daycare without having to worry about drag queen story time. Or God forbid, even worse, some, some poor little boy happens to like pink. And next thing you know, they want to cut his wang off. He likes pink. He must want to be a girl. We better cut it off. You're not making a girl. You're just making a boy without a, without any junk. I posted a meme on the interwebs the other day. I'm gonna pull it up for y'all real quick. You can go to the um, my my personal Instagram page. It's Clay Six Hundred One, and see this. It's a little kid from the '80s playing an acoustic guitar, and it says, "My next thing is my next song is called Please Don't Cut My Wang Off Because I Like the Color Pink." I'll send that to anybody that wants to see it. Give me, shoot me, hit me up on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Let's take a break real quick, come back, land the plane for the day. I've been wanting to get this uh, article off my chest for a couple days. I thought you guys would find that as uh, terrifying as I do. It's a good read. 
I'll send you the whole link if you ask for it. Uh, wherever you may, uh, whether you hit me up on Facebook, the Guns and Gear text line, my text, whatever. I will send you that link. I highly recommend reading it because it's good to get inside the mind of your enemy or of the people who think you're their enemy. And they even admit openly that they are mentally ill and have a high suicide rate. And if they ain't scared to take their own life, I can assure you they ain't scared to take yours. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Hey, real quick before we land the plane for the day. As you know, it's raining outside. Going to be raining for the next couple of days. We're coming off some hail storms here recently. Um, get your roof checked out uh, and use Watkins Construction and Roofing to do so. Give them a call today. Get a complimentary roof assessment. They'll come out. They'll check everything. If your car got hail damage, your roof got hail damage. I just sold a car to a fellow yesterday who, <clears throat> who had to get his roof and his car replaced. So uh, if it gets one, it usually gets the other. Watkins Construction Roofing is great. We're working with your insurance companies. You can give them a call, 601-966-8233. See my good buddies, uh, Johnny Casada, Jamie Price, Michael Deere, and whoever else they got over there. Man, they're all a great team. You can't go wrong with any of them. Great folks over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Central Mississippi's or Mississippi's premier roof repair and replacement construction company you can also check them out online at watkinsconstructioninc.com all right guys i had fun show today um this uh this garbage stuff has just been a hoot to cover it's day 12 of the garbage debacle now it's raining and nasty outside it's only gonna get worse it's devolving into a third world country i just got a text on the guns and gear business i mean the guns and gear text line from a Flowood business owner that says, Clay, we have had to run Jacksonians off from filling up our dumpsters and had to put padlocks on them. I had to do the same thing when I had mine downtown, too. People love to throw their trash in other people's trash cans. That's what trash does. That's what trash does. All right, Mike Madison's up next. My podcast will be available here shortly. Please, guys, hit the subscribe button today and share one of these uh, podcasts with a friend. Subscribe. I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace out.